Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. E-scooters. The mm. ban began just a few days ago on January the 1st. Already we've had, what, seven people caught uh, around town. Talked about it in the news this morning. Do you think it's going to work? I'm optimistic. I am. I'm trying to be optimistic. I saw an unusual phenomenon this very morning, so much so that I sent you a photograph. I did see that I picture. did some kind of... I feel guilty for doing this, and if the person happens to be listening, I apologise. But I did my own investigative journalism. I got off the MRT at Braddle to come here at SPH, mm. and I saw a teenager with one of those enormous uh, e-scooter, looked like a speedy one, if I'm being honest. He gallantly carried it up the stairs because the escalator wasn't working, it was mm. being repaired. And I followed this guy all the way out of Braddle MRT. <laughs> as soon as he... Like, I'm still being a detective here. I'm like something out of a John Le Carre. Or, or, or just nosy. Or just careful, yeah. Or just needs to get a life. Yes. Basically. And so I followed... Well, I, all right, I'll clarify. I wasn't following him. I, I was going to SPH. You were stalking It just happened lad. to be going in my direction. Mm. And it was a 50-50 thing. And I, I, I messaged you and I thought, this could go either way. You know, will this guy come out of the MRT, switch on that engine, that electric powered engine thingy, and zoom off down the street, speeding past innocent pedestrians, which <sighs> arguably would have happened maybe six months ago, five months ago, yeah. or even six, seven days ago. And he didn't. He mm. came out of the MRT and he pushed it on foot. Good for him. Presumably home to his HDB flat nearby or to the nearest park connector. He wasn't that far away. Who knows? But I was very very pleased to see one example obviously he did the right thing conversely oh here we go here we go that lasted long you see that ladies and gentlemen i tried to be optimistic i tried oh, here we your, go your sense of optimism is is uh, outdone only by the amazing t-shirts that you wear when you come in every saturday with different amazing things that you uh, support thank you Aerospatial New York is today, right? Yeah. Aeropostal, sorry. Okay, anyway, so yesterday, Badoke Mall. Uh, okay. I had to drop my wife off, and sure enough, I count three e-scooters zipping through. So there's the mall, and then next to it, there's a, there's the HDB, and there's a whole bunch of outdoor shops and things. These right? are food delivery guys. The food, uh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, wow. No, I, I assumed they were picking up food, no, too. No, 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 oh. no. These are just regular... Malcontents, and not put it that way. People with uh, disability needs, because don't forget they have exemptions. Elderly well, can sit in those f sit down ones. Uh, no, they were not the sit down ones. These were you know young kind of speedsters, teen twenty kids right. zipping in and out. Of course, their their heads were on a swivel, right? They were looking all over left and right to see if there was going to be an LTA uh, or you know an assertus uh, guard or somebody nearby. But three of them in that precinct next to Badoke Mall. So in the news today, we talked about uh, the eight scooter riders were caught in Angmokyo, Commonwealth, Sarangoon, Telekblanga, West Coast Woodlands. I would also say, hey, let's get some enforcement people out toward near Badoke, uh, Badoke Mall and that area because there were lots, like I say, three of them yesterday just around the lunch hour. Mm, well, on the first day, January the 1st, they only caught two. Mm. So I suspect on the first day, people were making an effort. Yishun and Senkang, obviously I live in Senkang, and very interesting to note that they had camped out six LTA enforcement officers outside the Compass One Mall in Senkang on New Year's Day. Now, remember I said to you last week, didn't I, that I saw 
pockets of these officers stationed at junctions yeah. very smartly yeah. about 400 metres away from Compass One. Because obviously if they're right there in the middle of the mall where all the food delivery... Because the food delivery guys, they hang out there. Mm. You see them, there's like 20 or 30 of them, mm-hmm. e-scooters, bicycles. They've got this little area where they hang out, they get their order from the fast food outlet or from the restaurant, and zoom, off they go. And I see why they've targeted the likes of Senkang and Yishun because they're very unique places in the sense that, particularly Senkang, a new town, where you have a centralised mall, but then quite a distance before the next mall. So therefore, you're going to get a lot of food orders from that particular place going out into the housing estates. I just feel that if they're going to, and we know it's about resources and manpower and so on and so on, they've got to keep that presence up, haven't they? There's no point doing it the first couple of days. They've got to keep that presence up. The enforcement officers, I know they're busy. If they're serious, if they're serious, obviously, about enforcing this e-scooter law, you've Mm. got to see them. You've got to see them around the malls. And and this is the thing. Look, we we know, you know, we, we have this sense of, Respect for the the delivery guys that are trying to make a living, and you know we've talked about this quite a lot. We're we're sorry that they are being impacted yeah. in a negative way, uh, but if the law is the law, you know there has to be zero tolerance for uh, allowing people to get away with it. Yeah. And, I, and I will just mention, you know, when I was in Bedok yesterday, I dropped off my wife and I was hungry, so I, I went and grabbed a. Uh, a personal pizza at the Domino's that's right just adjacent to the to the Badok Mall on the other side of the HDB. And I sat outside and right out in front of the Domino's, four brand new delivery bicycles. Yeah, yeah. Right? So there was one e-scooter there, maybe belonged to one of the kids, you know, one of the guys. But the Domino's, Domino's had, had you know, seemingly invested in some bicycles and they had the, the hot bags on the back to do their delivery. So that's, I think that's positive. You know, they're maybe taking advantage of that grant uh, yeah. that the government was giving to uh, There were 3,000 applications by December 31st yeah. and I've, I've copied your thing where I was out with my wife the other day and a teenager pulled up beside us on his bicycle. He was doing a delivery and I made a point. I made a point of sort of, he had his earphones on. So I made a point of tapping him on the shoulder which absolutely terrified him I'm not, I'm not, because he's, he's in his zone with his music you yeah, know, yeah. and his tall Angmore taps him on the shoulder but I just said to him well done you know and I said to him that it's obviously a challenge for you I, I, I had a bit of a speech and my wife's like alright that'll do but I was like you know this is hard work for you you're on a bicycle it's hot but I appreciate what you're trying to do here you know mm, mm. and I don't want to patronise the guy I also did food deliveries for my grandfather's cafe I did most of them on foot when mm. I was about the same age. So I literally empathised with what that guy was doing. And I think if you see these guys, it's hard backbreaking work. They're delivering your food. They're doing it on yeah. a bicycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Praise them. You know, just tap them on the shoulder. Don't terrify them and say, well done. You know, thank you. You're doing something safely. Thank you. Conversely, when you see the guys that are riding around... Slap them. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. It's a joke. I know I'm joking. <laughs> no, but people should say something. Like, hey, yes. off the scooter, just, you know, something because, like that, Because, right? again, we talk about this because it's, it's the big red button issue in Singapore at the moment. I champion, I think you do too, initially, I champion the technology of e-scooters. Of mm. course I do. Mm. You know, I, I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't. They're a, they're a fossil fuel alternative mode of private transport. Mm. But we don't 
have the infrastructure in place yet. When we do, yeah. if it becomes a possibility where, I know it's hard, but I'm sure LTA, URA will look at within parks building a third lane at some point, you know, for pedestrians, bicycles and e-scooters. It's a challenge, but if any country can do it, it will be Singapore. Yeah. When that happens and there are designated lanes, I'll be the first to get back on board and say, e-scooters, if you want to use them to commute, to take yourself away from the buses and the trains and the taxis, great. But we're not there yet, are we? So until we are, it's got to be zero tolerance. Yeah, we're not there yet, unfortunately. And and again, we just got to figure out a way to make sure that people are safe on the pedestrian paths. Got to be. And, you know, unfortunately, we've there have been just way too many incidents where... You know, it just takes a few bad apples, right? To, yeah. Well, to simple, spoil it for simple thing, as we said before, it has to become a fair fight again. Mm. That means if you're in an e-scooter lane and an e-scooter collides with an e-scooter, it's unfortunate, but it's a fair fight. Mm. Car collides with car, terrible, but fair fight. E-scooter collides with pedestrian, not a fair fight. Right. It's too much one-sided damage, you know. So until that happens, until there's a fair fight, equal vehicle against equal vehicle, it has to be the way it is right now. And, you know, we've encouraged our kids who were back to school uh, this this past week, like many of our listeners' kids were, to please, you know, when they're walking from the bus to wherever, when they're out walking around and not sitting stationary somewhere, get the headphones out, get the earbuds out and listen. Be aware of what's going on around you. You know, it could be that scooter that's coming up on your, on your you know, from the back of you or what or a car that's, you know, crossing at the wrong place at the wrong time. But we need to have our kids be safe, uh, obviously the elderly people as well. But for the kids back at school, they get so lost in listening to music or talking to their friends or even looking at their phones. Not just kids walking. either. But yeah. Well, of course. But, yeah. you know, I'm a bit of a grumpy old man I, with I that I the adults, you know, you're on your own. You should yeah, know no, better. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm kids a, need to be trained. I'm with you 100%. I'm a little bit of a grumpy old man with that one. I have this thing where... If someone's walking towards me and they're going to collide with me, I'll do one of two things depending on my mood. My, my default position is just to say, look up. I always do that. I just say, look up. My, or my other position is, if you're not going to look up, you're going to hit me. Mm-hmm. So I'll let you hit me. <laughs> MRT stations, that's a, that's a prime example on, when you're getting on and off trains, which are busy anyway, yeah. right? Yeah. On the phone, watching the Korean dramas or Netflix or whatever. Whatever they're doing. You're just going to walk straight into my shoulder. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way it is. I will accommodate you as much as I can. Yep. But if I literally, if I can only go a little bit left and you need to go to my right and you don't, you're going to hit my shoulder. There's nothing I can do about that. Mm, look mm. up. Just look up. See the world. You know what? Great There's advice. a lot of beautiful stuff to see out there. A lot of beautiful stuff. And Thanks. the funniest thing to finish that again on a positive note is yep. students, the question I get, number one question from MOE teachers, MOE students, you name it, when I go to schools, and I've got dozens lined up, by the way, how do we become more creative? How do we get inspiration? How do you find your inspiration to write books and this and columns? I look up. <laughs> Two words, look up. You will never get inspiration from looking at the pavement while you're listening to your whatever mm. device you've got. On. Look up. You put me on a bus for an hour, I'll find inspiration. You put me on an MRT, yeah. stick me in a hawker centre, walk down the street, go around Pongal Park, walk through a Pasamalam. You will find inspiration, creative outlets everywhere. Goodness knows you can make a story out of anything. Especially in Singapore. And you often do. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.